What's up, guys? Welcome to Inside the Box, Outside the Norm. I'm your host, Cole Payton. I hope you all are having a wonderful day out there today. I'm super excited for you all to hear about Sam Martin's transformation. Sam is one of our founding members here at CrossFit Higher Ground, and so far, Sam has lost close to 100 pounds. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about some of those lifestyle changes that he has made to help him along the way. Check it out, guys. Here we go. Good morning, Sam. Good morning. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Great. It's good to be here. So I wanted to go ahead and talk to you really quick about, about change. I think that one, I wanted that to be the, the, uh, the subject that we begin with. And I wanted to talk to you about what change means to you and what Sam's lifestyle looked like prior to, um, prior to change and how it has progressed you forward from, from here. Uh, prior to change, um, it was uh, lethargic pain. Um, the I was thinking of the scared thing that most overweight people have that uh, skinny people don't realize or don't even think about uh, going into places with arms on a chair. Uh, having to think through things all the time because, you know, is it going to fit when I sit down? Uh, so you, you think all the time through things like that. Uh, you, you try to schedule where you're going to go because you don't want to end up in a place where you're not going to be able to be comfortable. And so, uh, yeah, so getting up out of chairs, knee pain, um, just tired all the time, uh, back, bad back issues. Uh, I had to sleep for years sitting up, um, uh, propped up in the bed because I couldn't uh, lay down flat. Um, uh, eating, just eating was, it went crazy. I, I, there's times where I was very disciplined, times when I just ate whatever, uh, there was no discipline. Um, and so it, it's just been a roller coaster ride, my mm -hmm. life, as far as health goes. Um, we've, I've been off and on. I've lost weight, gained weight, lost weight, gained weight. Uh, when I first met you, um, you were, of course, my neighbor. And uh, I remember the night you came over, I was actually working out when you came mm -hmm. and knocked on my yeah. door. It was about 9 o'clock at night. It was. And uh, I think that was, for me, the big change was that night. Uh, and you were like, you know, what are you doing? Yeah, I, I, I remember coming to the door and you were pour, you were covered in sweat. And I was like, Sam, what are you doing? I'm and you're like, working I'm working out. out. <laughs> I said, well, let's continue this conversation. Right, yeah. right. You're like, well, why are you doing it at home? I'm like, because this is where I work out at. And you're uh, like, dude, I got a gym. Come yeah, to the let's gym. chat. Let's chat. And so I remember you throwing your phone out. Okay, let's get a date time. <laughs> I mean, the pressure was on. Yeah. You know, the pressure was on. So I'm it like. was on the schedule then. So uh, my wife was shocked. Mm -hmm. when I told her that we're going to a CrossFit gym. Um, for this, for me and her, this environment around other people, because all of our stuff has been so isolated. Uh, we, we've worked out for years at home, but it was just me and her. We've never uh, went to a gym like this with other people. Because uh, you don't want other people to see right. your struggle. It can be intimidating. Yeah. So uh, I think putting that, that day on the calendar to come in and meet with you uh, was really the big change uh, as far as the uh, 
the physical aspect of it goes as far as working out goes uh, and we were in here for probably a year uh, I lost about 40 pounds and then I gained about 20 back I mean you know coming in here three days a week mm -hmm. uh, which showed me also that I needed to change nutrition uh, because you can't uh, outwork a bad diet it's true and so uh, and that's when you know you recommended and I got with Elaine mm -hmm. uh, Neely and um, it's been yeah and it's made you more consciously aware of what it is that you're eating how to eat and when to eat and, uh, and, and and I mean you have you know um, educated yourself on the subject mm -hmm. you know just the other day you and I were talking about intermittent fasting mm -hmm. And, uh, and you've dove, dove into different studies and different articles to, mm -hmm. to educate yourself on that. So I mean, that's, that's amazing. And, and, and you just reached 100 pounds? I'm at 88. You're, okay, you're at 88. 88 pounds. 88 pounds down. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that is uh, – dude, that's amazing. Yep, so got a long way to go, but uh, – that's, that's amazing. You know, so – okay, so – how do you what keeps Sam focused like how do you keep going I mean I you know, the daily grind I mean you you and your wife Valerie both are in here at 530 in the morning mm -hmm. and you know what gets you what gets you moving it, what conversations did you have to have with yourself to stay moving because I know towards the beginning it was tough mm -hmm. and then it started to get a little easier and I think now it's just become a lifestyle. It's, now it's just in, so deeply ingrained inside you that it's what you do. Right. If you don't feel that you have to do it. You just you know that this is what you do. Right. It's your thing. Well, so, my, my big motivation was um, one being there for my kids when they're grown. Uh, for years, I thought, you know, who's going to walk my my daughter down the aisle if I'm not able to or not here to do it. So uh, that was one big motivator, you know, uh, wanting to be there for your kids. Um, I'm starting to see retirement right around the corner, <laughs> you know. I, I've got five more years, uh, and I'll be locked into a retirement, and I'll only be 52. Um, and so I want to I have, you know, good health into retirement. I don't want to, you know, I, you see those people in Walmart, you know, in their chairs, you know, mm -hmm. having to shop. And uh, I'm like, I don't want to be that person, right. you know, when I'm old. I want to be able to, uh, you know, be, be mobile, be strong. Uh, and um, so that's, that's a big So motive. some of it's kind of a, like extrinsic motivation, uh, but like intrinsically, what, what drives you? So you have, you know, your family and you have others that you see that, um, you know, that you, that you don't want to be put in that position. Mm -hmm. But like deep down, what drives you? What well, conversations every, do you have with, with yourself well for me everything uh flows from faith through faith through faith uh first corinthians 6 9 talks about keeping your body as the temple of the holy spirit and so i think about that that uh you know you only get one of these uh, and it's and it's my job to keep it as strong and as fit and as healthy uh so that it will last as long as it can um and so uh, that's that's so cool. The, the inward motivation is is through faith. Now, how long have you been? How long have you been preaching? Um, over twenty years. About, over twenty years. About uh, about twenty two, twenty three years. Mm -hmm. And I think using that to using that to guide you, using that to to strengthen you, using the word to uh, to move you in the right direction is so powerful. 
you know, and there was an old, uh, uh, something I read a while back and it was, um, the guy mentioned an airplane on a runway and that it has to move towards headwind in order to, to take lift off. And that's, you know, that's us in the real world is we have to run towards the fear mm-hmm. knowing that he's knowing that the Lord's backing us. Right. Right. But we have to run towards the fear in order to get our wheels up off the ground. Right. And it kind of puts us in the next conversation of, of fear and, you know, that sort of thing that, that uh, most people run from where I think that there's a bigger opportunity that lies on the other side if we run towards it. Right. You know, so uh, do you search for opportunity to, to excel or mitigate risk? I mitigate risk. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not entrepreneurial. I'm not a risk taker. I'm the, uh, I'm the go to work, obey the rules, come home, love my family and do that over and over every day. Uh, very seldom ever take for coming in here and being with the guys doing this is huge risk for me. Right. So, uh, so no, I'm, you know, this is the biggest risk that I've taken in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not the big risk taker. So what are things that you have in place, uh, that, that you consistently practice? So, and I'll give you one of mine, uh, that I've been working on a lot lately is, is reading, is diving into more books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on my third book of the year and I'm extremely stoked about that being three months into the year. Uh, I hated reading for the longest time. And I'm more of a podcast guy. I love to listen to podcasts, but sometimes I feel it difficult to retain the information because I would be listening to them on the go. Mm-hmm. And uh, a book kind of pulls me back into uh, a more parasympathetic state, and I am just more in tune and present with what it is that I'm that I'm reading. So, uh, reading for me is something that I've tried to practice consistently with um, for quite some time. So, what is what is something that you that you practice or that you do? Uh, maybe on a daily basis, maybe it's it's a part of your routine um, that you that you feel kind of gets you get you moving. Well, I also I'm a reader. Uh, okay. I usually read three books a week. Huh. Three books a week. Yeah. I'm a, okay. I'm, well, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, yeah. kind of, I'm somewhat of a speed reader. Uh, I do a lot of reading. Uh, everywhere I go, I have a book. Um, I don't. TV's not a big thing for me. I don't, t- I don't turn the TV on a lot. Uh, but I do read a lot. It, mainly theological books, uh, history books. Uh, I love American history. Um, and so... You said, I'm sorry, mainly history books? History and theological books. Okay. Books on the Bible. Okay, uh, yep. And, uh, and I also read uh, the Bible uh, mm-hmm. every day. I try to read through the uh, Bible once a year. Okay, um, and we yeah we've started that in our small group, so we've started uh, we're in Matthew, mm-hmm. and uh, and we're we're trying to you know pursue through that chapter and get to the next one and get to the next one because I've I've never read mm-hmm. you know the Bible from cover to cover, mm-hmm. um, and I can honestly say my grandmother can recite it, mm-hmm. but I have not, so it is something that uh, it's 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 a goal of mine to get to get through it. So, uh, but I did just finish. Jensen Franklin's book, mm-hmm. Pastor Jensen Franklin. Mm-hmm. I know that we've we've had a conversation about him before. Uh, Love like you've never been hurt. Mm-hmm. And have you heard of that book? Mm-hmm. It's it I, it's amazing. I mean, I I I loved it. So I love reading mm-hmm. um, anything that has to do with you know with faith. So, <clears throat> what piece of advice would you give to someone looking to 
start a fitness program? I know we're kind of all over the place, but That's right. what kind of what piece of advice would you give to someone that's that may have been in your position that might be struggling with starting a fitness program or getting inside of a community um, like this one here? I would say don't do it by yourself. Um, it's much easier to to do it with somebody who knows what they're doing. Um, I think that was one of uh, the things that helped me the most is uh, actually meeting you, coming into the box, uh, receiving that encouragement from other people. Uh, the uh, you you definitely need that. Uh, I didn't think I, I didn't think I did. I thought that for years I could be self motivated, um, but you will you will never work as hard at home by yourself <clears throat> in a big box gym um, as you work in a community uh, you work much harder uh, you have that that drive to kind of keep up with other people uh, we all need that yeah yes definitely so that's one big piece of advice I'd say don't do it by yourself get with somebody else uh, it will definitely uh, help with the encouragement part um, I've had several key moments of that encouragement here uh, the first time I came uh, on a Saturday, we were running, and I know I've told you. Mm -hmm. uh, it gives I, me chills. Yes, yeah, I was running, and I hear these footsteps coming behind <laughs> me, and I'm thinking, well, here comes somebody else going to pass yeah. me, you know. Uh -huh. And it was actually you, and you came, and you ran around with me, you know, just talk, encourage me along the way. Uh, you know, that's something that I'll, I'll never forget. And then one time when it was me, my wife, and another uh, uh, older lady, we were doing a workout, and we were – the last the last ones it was a timed workout and everybody else had finished and we were right over here and uh we were the last one so everybody had been the put entire their, community yeah they got around us. cheered us on and then they the last move was uh we had to run a 200 meter around the, the building and the whole group ran with us even though they had finished theirs and so uh, that was you know it's those things like that that really keeps you motivated and keeps you going yeah, man, I'll never forget that day. That was so cool because I think that even the conversation we had was, was um, you know, how excited you are, you, you know, you were to be here and to be a part of this. Uh, and I remember you saying that, you know, you might only be able to, to, to stay here for a short period of time. Mm -hmm. And it has been since June the 4th of 2018 mm -hmm. was your sign-up day. And right. it's been, you know, it's been that long. Yeah, and look at how far we've come since then. Yeah. I mean, you, you've done an amazing job. And uh, – we're so grateful to have yeah. have you both. I am glad to be here. Sincerely, I mean, we really are, and you guys are you guys are a leader in this community, and uh, and we we just appreciate your hard work, and your dedication, your encouragement. I mean, every morning you guys come in at five thirty in the morning, I mean, you just have a great attitude. I mean, you just you're full of joy, and are you know you just fire everybody up. Everybody feeds off that energy, and that's fake it till you make it. Yeah, but I mean, hey, you know what? You, you, faking it or not, it's. <laughs> It, it moves people, man, and that's that's we, cool. We were in here for a 9 a.m. class, and Elaine was here, and we were, like, super stoked. This is a Saturday? No, it was a Monday. Oh. We came in on an on a off day, and uh, it, she, we were real excited. You know, she looked at us, she goes, are y'all like this every morning? Even at 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> She's like, we're like, yeah, this is us. And that's, man, that's so cool. You gotta, you know, just to have a good outlook on things. You know, because so many people, so many people are upset, and or, well, here's the thing: they want 
instant, instantaneous results. Mm -hmm. They want it right now. And everything's at our fingertips with technology and, and everything. Everything is right now. Everything's instantaneous. So to truly trust the process and see what it has done for you this far mm -hmm. is remarkable. Mm -hmm. You know, so... Well, Sam, I know that we have class. We've got class in about 20 minutes, but I wanted to ask you two more quick questions. Um, these are kind of like the outside the norm questions okay. that I came up with. Uh, what is the one people, what is the one thing most people don't know about Sam? Uh, um, I know that's kind of tough. I guess one thing is uh, people, don't know, people don't know that I have a doctorate degree. Um, I didn't know that. Right, yeah, I <laughs> I've got a, I've got a. I didn't know that you I, had a doctorate degree. Yeah, I've got an associate's, a bachelor's, two masters, and a doctorate. Good. Why? In okay, in what is theology? In theology? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Very cool. So, a lot of, lots of schooling. Yeah. Well, and I've just got back in school myself, so it's, uh, it's, it's been a process, but it's where I'm supposed to be right now. Right. So. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you one more. If your if your life this far were summarized in a book, what would be the title or the headline? Knocked down but not out. Kind of sounds like what Rocky Balboa. I wouldn't think yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> not say so say that one more time. Knocked down but not out. Knocked down but not out. Cool. Well, and all that. Thank you so much, Sam. Appreciate I greatly it. appreciate it. All right. Have a good day. All right.